0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for wednesday december 2nd 2020 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside the rogue one gary witta
1: hello it's my first time seeing that uh uh, very festive intro i love it
0: i know right this is my first time being on the show with it too of course december 2nd it's all there you see i'm wearing christmas sweater this is this is the the the
1: playstation christmas
0: sweater this is the theme here for my kind of funny games daily December it'll, this year is going to be Christmas sweaters. So that's exciting. I got a
1: um. I usually wear my Mario Christmas sweater, and I might yep. pass that out again. But uh, apparently they're sending me a Fall Guys uh one. There's oh. a Fall Guys Christmas jumper coming, uh, winging its way to me in the in the post. I'm quite excited about getting that. So maybe you'll see that next week.
0: Right now, I see in the Twitch chat, of course, on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games, a lot of the Gary Whitta in the Santa hat uh, emos getting thrown up to celebrate you being here. Of course, everybody knows you're the biggest Christmas fan at Kind of Funny.
1: I do love Christmas. I love everything about it. It's my favorite time of the year.
0: Well, I don't. I you know, it's December second. It's a it's the holiday here as we run into it. I don't want to and uh, start the show on a bad note, Gary. But some people need to be taken to task. It's not you. You're safe. Instead, Good, I'm glad Greg, to hear it. Greg from Edmonton writes into Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games and says. Hi, Greg and Gary. Yesterday in the post show, Blessing and Imran talked about Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam performing at the Game Awards, and neither of them said the only song he is likely to sing, Future Days, which was heavily featured in this little game they may not have heard of called The Last of Us Part 2. Come on, guys. Just wanted to put my two cents out there and call them out. Keep up all the good work. Greg from Edmonton. Greg, I, another Greg, if you didn't know, was sick to my fucking stomach when i saw this last night on the subreddit That imran and blessing are there going like what is he gonna play what he play? and nobody says future days the narrative fucking backbone of the last of us part two arguably game it, of the Greg, year there
1: was, there was quite a good neil druckman a uh, bit of ownage uh, com- um, uh, uh related to that song i don't know if you remember this but when the game first came out you know joe oh. you know they feature the song in the in the game and a lot of people were like oh well i I happen to know that that song had not yet been released when, yeah. you know, uh, Mushroom People Day happened, you know, when the virus yeah. first broke out. And uh Druckmann pointed out that that may be true that the song had not been released, but but Pearl Jam had performed it live at a concert prior to that. And uh, I think the argument was that Joel had gone to that concert because he was such no, a big no, 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 it, it was
0: it I I loved this. Yes, where he, he, they tried to catch the naughty dog on this and Neil's response yes was like, "No, uh, Joel is such a big Pearl Jam fan that yes. they had played it and it had been posted to YouTube." And then ah, he watched even it better. on YouTube and he had learned the song that way before. And I was you like, you got to get up in the morning. You got to get, get up him. early
1: in the morning to get one over on Dr.
0: Uckman, Greg. I don't think Neil Druckmann sleeps. He just grows hair. So yeah, he's, he's up on everything. You know, that's how it's going to be around there. Also but Gary, apparently
1: an incredible, incredible four guys player. Five. Do you see you got five crowns in a row? He got that like the most difficult achievement to get perhaps in the entire PlayStation universe. He's a four guys champ. I mean, that's no rumor.
0: All right. I didn't see those. I've, sung,
1: I've I mean, seen the, the end I mean, the trophy's there for you to go look at. I don't think it's a rumor. Unless unless the man he's got has so a many powerful friends the, at PlayStation that it's all a deep state, you know, fix. Who knows?
0: It's one of those, the man has a family. So did he actually win those? Did he, you know, have somebody else get out there? Kevin, what do you think? That's how it's got to be.
1: I do think, Greg, that if there's actually, you raise a very good point. That if you, Thank you. I usually do. If, if you can provide proof to Xbox or PlayStation that you have a family, especially if you've got kids, They should make the trophies like they should like lower the metrics to get every trophy and achieve by like half because you know the game no no two gamers are created equal and honestly me getting a trophy in a game is given everything that i have that was going on in my life we know wife kids work and something all that shit like that's twice as impressive as you know some fucking college dropout with nothing better to do getting a trophy so i feel like i should be getting i I feel like there should be like a curve like a like a like a, we should be graded on a curve when it comes to trophies and achievements, don't you think? Okay,
0: that's fair. That's there's fair. There's an yeah. argument to be had there. Of course, yeah. Yesterday, of course, Ryan Clements, no, one dude, of my old IGN fair. cohorts, Girl came up. on. Uh, we have cool friends. Yesterday, catch you on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Podcast Services Around the Globe, and he talked about this very thing of having a, a child and now having no time for games and how it changes everything. And believe it or not, Gary. We're going to talk about something very similar to that when we talk about PlayStation Activity cards today. Then we're going to talk about the first hint of a PlayStation 5 Pro. Then we're going to talk about the GTA 6 teaser we might have all missed because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in with your questions, concerns, everything under the video game sun, including your squad up requests. But... Perhaps more importantly, you can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show we do each and every weekday. And you can support us just like our Patreon producer, Blackjack, did. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screwed up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have officially revealed the Wild Aces FCF logo. Kevin, throw it up. This, of course, was designed by Campfire Designs. Uh, we, if you do not, know, if you didn't know, no, Kevin, that's Buffalo Blasts. Thank you. Throw sorry it there. It is uh, the Wild Aces logo uh, officially revealed. Campfire Designs. Uh, if you didn't know, we have a football team. We own in fan controlled football. Uh, that's FCF. Uh, you can go register to be a part of our team. And you might say, well, what does that get me? It means that you get to vote on things like our name, which was the Wild Aces, like our logo, which is right there. And then, of course, this week we will be voting on what our jerseys look like. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash F C F to get registered for free. Is that supposed to be Nick free. in that image there? Is that he's Close, that's Johnny Ace. Okay. That's oh he's Johnny alter Ace. ego. Right. Yes, the tennis player Johnny Ace is gonna be our mascot for the Wild Ace. We actually there. don't so, know
2: anything about Johnny Ace, whether he's the alter ego or related his life's a mystery.
0: It's true. It's true. He's building a mystery. Uh, like I said, kindofunnycom slash FCF. It's free. Get registered. To be part of the thing. You can call the plays when we start playing in February, but more importantly right now, vote on the jerseys this week, but we'll tell you about that later. Uh, Gamescast is recording this afternoon. Patreon.com slash games to watch live and be part of it. We are doing our game awards prediction episode. That'll be up for everybody tomorrow, of course. YouTube.com slash game Podcast services around the globe. Games, I think I said game, game, you understand. Uh, today, we're brought to you by Upstart DoorDash and Hymns, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
3: <laughs> <Time for some laughs> news. We got six <laughs> <laughs> items on the Roper Report. Oh, uh, Baker's the-
0: <laughs> Kevin went up and did a different register, and I appreciate that. We're going to start with this. Do we have the first hint? Of the PlayStation 5 Pro. This is Robert Jones at T3. Just as the dust has begun to settle on the PS5 and Xbox Series X console launches, with the Microsoft flagship officially crowned the most powerful video game console on Earth, comes what could be our very first hint at Sony's incoming PS5 Pro counterattack. That's because in an official Sony Interactive Entertainment patent published this year, the console maker describes a new games console that comes with not just one graphics card, but two. A two GPU next gen game console. Uh, The patent describes a scalable game console where a second GPU is communicatively coupled to the first GPU and that the system is for home console and cloud gaming usage. To us here at T3, that suggests a next-gen PlayStation console, most likely a new PS5 Pro flagship, supercharged with two graphics cards instead of just one. These would both come in the APU, uh, Accelerated Processing Unit, format that the PS5's uh, System on a Chip, SOC, do, uh, with two custom-made AMD APUs working together to deliver enhanced gaming performance and cloud streaming. The official Sony patent notes that, quote, plural SOCs may be used to provide a high-end version of the console with greater processing and storage capability, while the high-end system can also contain more memory, such as random access memory, RAM, and other uh, features, and may also be used for cloud-optimized version using the same game console chip with more performance, end quote. And with the PlayStation 5 console only marginally weaker on paper than the Xbox Series X, parentheses, the PS5 delivers 10.28 teraflops compared to the Xbox Series X's 12 teraflops, a new PS5 Pro console that comes with two APUs rather than just one, improving local game performance as well as cloud gaming would be no doubt the Xbox Series X. would be no doubt the Xbox Series X as king. I think it means beat. Oh, the, oh then, then is the death blow, whatever. Uh, the console gaming part of the patent is particularly... The cloud, I'm sorry. The cloud gaming part of the patent is particularly interesting too, as it seems to suggest that this technology could not just find itself in a new flagship PS5 Pro console, but also in a more streamlined cloud-based hardware too. An upgraded PS5 digital edition seems to be a smart bet as to the much-rumored PSP 5G. Gary, it went into the part where I start glazing over with the gobbledygooks and the APUs, and we got all this different stuff. I don't know what they're talking about anymore. Yeah, I started but doing I know
1: my uh, grocery list about how it's going to be that. more powerful.
0: Right. And this is, of course, I mean, take it all with a grain of salt, ladies and gentlemen. This is a patent. This is not an official announcement. Even if this patent, they patent everything. If they did patent this, it would go on forever and ever and ever. And they, you're looking at years before this. But Gary, what's your walkaway hero? So we're still, as they're saying, the dust is settling on the PlayStation Five.
1: Next, stop the presses. Next console will be more powerful than the
0: last one. Shocker! Right? What a bombshell! You didn't Who see saw that one coming. Yeah, I think it's cool that they call it the cloud. The cloud optimized stuff, right? That PlayStation has not been focusing on cloud is the way xbox has right with x cloud uh with game pass and everything they've been going through um but yeah obviously both playstation 5 or actually obviously both playstation and xbox are working on future consoles and i this is i'm sure they saw the success of the xbox now hold on xbox one x pro what was it xbox xbox series x and then there was the xbox one the xbox one pro what was the xbox x xbox one x xbox one x
1: i'm on an xbox podcast greg and i'm still confused by it well
0: it's like it, you know it's my favorite thing you know what i mean like we got the new consoles and i just hit the big old delete button on my brain of all the old shit Yeah, nobody's ever gonna talk to me about playstation 4 or xbox one x again it's gone good good riddance nobody likes that it's gone goodbye we don't need to worry about it so here yeah, we are pulls. Now we're already thinking about deleting the PlayStation Five information. Yeah, no, well, no, PlayStation no, 5 no, now we're
1: already thinking about the the next gen. I do I, I do have a couple of thoughts on this. I read that article in T three, and there's two parts mm. of it. There's there's first of all there's the story itself, and then and there's the second part is like what they think it means. Uh, the first part, I'm I'm not I'm not a, te- I'm not a, a tech uh, expert. At all, I re- I just replaced a graphics card in my uh, PC the other day, which is a relatively simple piece of PC surgery, but it was still very touch and go because I, j- I just have a knack for fucking even the simplest jobs. Sure, up. I do I do know this though um the the few the kind of voltroning two graphics cards together in in the pc world whether it be through sli or crossfire or whatever your whatever your preference is you know the different manufacturers have different ways of doing it that's pretty much a dead technology on pc no no one does that anymore like the, the, late, the latest nvidia cards don't even support sli anymore because joining two graphics cards together ended up being like but for, for various different reasons it was basically figured out that like that's not the way forward anymore like it's better to just have it's one just really Apple. powerful card than two separate ones. Now, it may be that due to the particular nature of the custom PS, um, PS5 ps Pro or PS, P, PC, PS6, whatever you want to call it, architecture might be that they have a better way of of doing it but uh, but on the pc side and you know basically you can always look to the pc for like where the next you know basically the pc that i've got under my desk right now is more powerful than whatever the xbox you know the next xbox or the playstation 6 will be so you know we're always ahead of the curve technologically over here on the pc side and we've already figured out the sli or crossfire joining two gpus together is is not where it's at so Again, Sony so may have a, a really good reason uh, that it goes beyond my technical uh, knowledge uh, to believe that that is something that is worth doing. Um, what I did think was surprising, though, was, was was T3's take on it, which was, oh, this means Microsoft is in big trouble. Sony, so, Sony's next console is right. going to be more powerful than the last one. Well, f- first of all, obviously, the next one's going to be more powerful. I'm sure Xbox will have a more powerful next console as well, whether there's an X a Series X Pro or a PlayStation 5 Pro or whatever it might be. Yeah, they'll both be more powerful. The reason why I thought it was silly to suggest that this is going to give Sony more of an edge and Sony already or obviously already have a massive edge over Microsoft in terms of sales and install base and, you know, arguably arguably even mindshare um is the idea that a more powerful console is somehow going to stack the deck even more sure. in their favor. I'll simply say this Greg, if having the more powerful console meant that you won that you won the game, Xbox would have won the game a long time ago. Every single Xbox has been more powerful than its PlayStation equivalent, but that ended up not being enough. Um uh, and you you know you look at Phil Spencer and you look at what Jim Ryan are talking about as they go into the next um uh, generation our our thinking has progressed beyond just oh, 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 oh more yeah. power equals you know better. Um, right. it's about experiences. It's about games. It's about, you know, where, where, when, and how, and why, and how much is it going to cost you to play these games? How easy is it to access these games? Are they available in the cloud? What are the features? What is the overall experience? Like the power is becoming, I think it's always going to be obviously like how, like just like, what is the raw power available, you know, under the hood in order for you to deliver those experiences is always, always going to be a key factor. Uh, but it's becoming less and less part of the equation as, as other things come to the fore and it's it, it you know you the, the, to, 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 to just assume um that you know having a more powerful console is like you know pressing the win button uh is very old-fashioned very one-dimensional thinking i think that thank god the people that run xbox and playstation these days you know their thinking has evolved uh way beyond that so i think it's kind of a nothing story basically
0: yeah it's it's usual whenever you have one of these patent stories it's like hey keep your ear to the ground this is happening it's interesting how do you you know what will the advancement be for the playstation 5 pro or the playstation 6 over the playstation 5 you have to start looking at those patents and seeing it but as we always talk about you know the amount of times they have patented stuff that have never ever 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 come to fruition just just just
1: in general i'll I'll echo what phil spencer said again the other day when i've been saying it for the longest time is that the the console war stuff the tribalism stuff is just boring it's boring at this point like what and, and unless you work at Sony or Microsoft and, or unless you actually have like um, a financial stake, like it is, as an investor in the company, why the fuck do you care which one sells more? Like as long as your own, as long as your platform of choice is healthy and a fun place to be, and is going to continue and has a path towards the future and has the stuff that you want to play on it. Why do you fucking care what the guy across the street is playing or, 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 you know, whether or not his console has sold more copies, than yours it's just it's it's so boring and i and i get that it's it's something that like kids on the in the schoolyard can argue about i remember you know back in the days it was commodore 64 versus oh sure the sinclair Bay and my my, my computer is better than your computer like it's it's never going to go away whether it's sports teams or the console of your choice basically the reason why this nonsense tribalism continues is people make an investment not everyone can afford to buy both consoles so they pick one and having then picked one they then need to feel Good about the fact that they made the right choice which is why they start kind of telling themselves these self-fulfilling prophecies that well i'm i know i made the right choice because my console is better than yours it's silly and it's dumb and and i i really wish that that one day we would we would get past it and i love the fact that the industry leaders like phil are kind of preaching that gospel as well i don't think we ever will i think i think you know We'll, we'll we'll still be here. God knows. On like you know, kind of funny holographic news. You know, holodeck news beamed Please. into your living room. Twenty years from now, talking about oh well, you know, apparently the PlayStation Nine is going to sell more than the Xbox uh, XXY or whatever the fuck it is that we're playing. You know, in um, twenty twenty five years from now. But it's just silly. It's boring. It's better things to talk about
0: uh and you're wrong ignacio rojas says uh gary said that every xbox has been more powerful and its playstation equivalent both the ps3 and ps4 uh, both ps3 and the base ps4 were more powerful than the 360 and the base xbox one respectively but it speaks to your point of it just doesn't matter I, yeah i i don't care i'm just we're correcting the well you cor- care that the fact but yeah we're talking about we don't care about power no we'll see Number two on the Roper Report, let's talk Fortnite. Of course, season four ended yesterday with the Nexus War. It was very cool. Uh, we all got together and went and fought Galactus. You can watch our Let's Play of it, youtube.com slash games. Kevin, what did you think of the Nexus War fighting Galactus? Oh, it was kind of boring. What are you going to do? But it was cool, right? It, was, it wasn't the normal thing of Fortnite. That's a cool way to end your season. No, nah, I wanted to play Fortnite instead.
1: Is it right you, it, was a, it was a 10-minute event? That doesn't
0: seem like very much.
2: Yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, the... Apparently apparently the events are always, always on. at, yeah. Yeah, so, the
0: events are always like, I wish okay, someone, now this thing smashed or a rocket exploded. At least someone had told me.
2: Because I was like, oh, I'm going to play one more match with my boys. I, I mean, wish you didn't
0: nod off every time we did these shows and you would know that kind of information. Well, stop giving me the good good, you know what I mean? Stop giving me the good good. you talking about that snake game I gave you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It's, it's worm
2: jazz again. I I had a lot of
0: fun. I thought it was different. We had Iron Man flying around, tossing us jetpacks. We drove the battle bus. We had a good time. Again, remember, it could just be, hey, the season's over and the servers are offline for three hours while we do something. I prefer it to be an event and everybody goes in. And a whole bunch of other people did too. Eddie at GameSpot uh, reports it should come as no big surprise, but Fortnite's latest Marvel event was a huge success in the terms of player activity and viewership. According to numbers released by developer Epic Games, some 15.3 million people were logged into the game at the same time to watch watch the devourer of worlds himself galactus descend upon fortnite (coughs) it was awesome yeah exactly it's something different you know especially for as usual the free-to-play game and fortnite continues to evolve and change and do different things to bring yeah i I mean
1: fortnite fortnite's my not not my cup of tea and i don't i I don't play it but you know i obviously it's a big enough thing that like if you're if you're in any way involved in video games you can't ignore it you can't not be aware of it and just from having like watched it as a distance especially when it kind of blows up in these big events that like yesterday my twitch feed like it was all over my twitch feed it was all over my twitter there was just no getting away from it uh but to epic's credit yeah i do i think they have done a really good job of creating this these kind of like event based um you know uh, gaming experiences where it's like you know everyone kind of comes together for like one big uh, collective experience, whether you know, whether it's these kind of virtual rock concerts, or I think I can't remember what the last one was, but I remember watching some Twitch stream of France where there was some like giant kaiju battle that was happening, and I remember thinking, wow, that actually looks really epic. Uh, you know, yeah. no pun intended. They've they've done a good job with it.
0: Uh, however, you mentioned the Twitch streams. Obviously, yes, they were ever. We streamed, like I said, youtubecom slash games to see the video. Uh, you could be in trouble if you streamed it uh, right afterwards. Twitch support tweeted: "If you stream the Fortnite Nexus War event, and you want to be cautious about DMCA risk from the music in that event, consider exporting/slash downloading and then deleting any related VODs or clips."
1: This of is course, this is tw- getting th- th- this is a different conversation, Greg. But that, as a Twitch streamer myself, and someone who knows a lot of Twitch streamers, including some people whose careers are as Twitch streamers sure. it's a real issue of concern for them and yeah. it's got to get sorted out the current the current twitch um solution of Oh well, read the EULA and just mute any music that might be copyrighted. It's not good enough. The burden should not fall on the individual streamers, the people who actually create all the content that makes Twitch such a valuable, valuable property. This should not be their job. And I admire CG, CD Projekt Red, and other companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, FIFA does this as well, stepping in and, and kind of trying to kind of provide a stopgap solution by having these streamer modes. When they say, well, you know, if you if you click this button, it, we won't play the game, won't play any copyrighted music, and stream without a hassle. But that kind of sucks as well because for a lot of people who want to play the game and stream it as their primary way of experiencing the game, playing it with their Twitch chat, with their community, they are gonna be experiencing a suboptimal optimal version of the game because some content's gonna be cancelled out by that streamer mode. So it kind of sucks. You know, look, Twitch is owned totally. by man in the in the history of the planet he should be the one sorting this out they they need to come up with some kind of solution the way that youtube and facebook gaming has where there's a button you can press or even if there's a little fee or something there's got to be some way to do it where you you maybe maybe it's an additional subscription or something whatever it is but like you this needs to be like fire and forget for 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 twitch streamers they need to be able to play the games to have the music that's baked into the game without worrying about getting a dmca strike because listen if you get three strikes your career as a twitch streamer is over and And that's the problem where there's this weird
0: there's this weird area of it where it's right now it's that the solution that twitch has come up with doesn't work it just it's too it's like you're saying it's either nothing happens or you're completely burned there has to be some kind of middle ground in there because, yeah, like it, there's a difference between, you know, Kevin and I are playing Fortnite and I want to play uh, Weezer's Pinkerton uh, back to back. Like that, okay, that's fucked up and I shouldn't be doing that. Obviously, that's on me. But when, yeah, you're playing a game, you don't know what's around that corner. They do yeah. a giant thing. There's a moment like in control, right? And I don't even know if that's a copyrighted song, but like you hear all of a sudden there is something that's epic and part of the game. It sucks to think that the developers vision of that needs to include if they want it to hey will this get people in trouble on streaming or a streamer has to be on top of it at all times not knowing what's around the corner to run into it to have it happen and then get fucked over and then like you're saying there's all these different strikes that will happen like there's got to be a better way to do this. I
1: mean, this is—I mean, you know—and the music that's baked into the games is the stuff that needs to be addressed first. But I'll give you—I'll give you like a, a like another weird case, you know, because there's all kinds of content gets streamed on Twitch. Sure. Look yeah, at I, Animal well, Talking. I'll give I was going to say you. Yeah, so, you have
0: musical guests come on and no, perform they, I, their
1: songs. This had—I—I—I I, I had to delete all of my VODs because this is a real issue. So you know, I don't want to bore you, but like, I'll give you the quick version of it. You know, we've had a lot of big musical acts on on Animal Talking. We had Sting, Selena Gomez, Gorillas, all these big musical acts, and they played and they played so say again ambelina who what it's andy's andy's
0: band. andy's band andy's band from back in, in when he lived in texas andy cortez then they, the then they play andy cortez yeah
1: who
2: sits
0: oh no, we haven't sometimes. had
1: that maybe maybe oh, for that maybe for the okay. next season we haven't booked andy's band yet but we've had some pretty big musical acts on the show um and, and then, you know obviously when sting comes on the show or gorillas or selena Gomez come on and perform their own music we have permission to use that music now we still on the YouTube side. Because we post the episodes on YouTube after the live Twitch broadcast, we still have to jump through a bunch of hoops where we work with the record label to get the music you know, properly cleared through copyright and stuff like that. But there is a mechanism. There's a system to do that where any kind of copyright claims can be addressed. You know, The record label can, can do what's sure. called whitelisting our, our, our video or our channel to make sure that the, that the video doesn't get blocked or, uh, or demonetized or taken down. YouTube has a system for that. Twitch doesn't. And so all, all of my animal talking episodes that used to be on Twitch VOD, I had to take them all down because I didn't want to wake up one morning and find that I've got Twitch, you know, DMCA strikes on like 20, 10 different episodes of animal talking, yep. even though I know I had the permission and the license to use that music. Twitch doesn't allow me to tell them that. There's no back end system, no automated system, no back channel for me to do it. I could easily have woken up one morning and my Twitch channel just gone because three strikes and you're out. And I YouTube's had great about it. Like, yeah, and, I grant
0: and, to, and it's because they have built for that. But Twitch also does want to be a VOD platform. They've you know they you they've made it so you can upload. They have your offline page. They have all this different stuff. It's a weird solution that they've this come needs up
1: with. to this needs to get sorted out at the corporate level, Twitch stroke, Amazon, which, as we all know, has infinite money, infinite resources, um, needs to get together with the record labels and come up with some kind of blanket coverage for streamers so that they can play the games as they come out of the box to their audiences without having to worry about to get, to getting taken down or, wh- or without having to compromise the experience by pressing some kind of streamer button that pulls a bunch of cool music out of the game. This is this should, this should not be a problem that is solved from the bottom up. It is a problem that needs to be solved from the top down at the corporate level by Amazon stroke Twitch working with the record labels to come up with like some kind of blanket uh, solution for streamers. So they just don't have to worry about it.
0: Yeah, especially for, as you're, you're talking about it, there are so many people, obviously, who have their careers on Twitch, but then there are so many people who stream for fun, stream as a part-time job, stream as like, think about that, like the people who work the nine to fives and then come home to try to grind it out and play a game and do this on top of being a parent, on top of taking care of their family, on top of whatever they're doing, you want them to have to worry about like, they're they're just playing a fucking game and they go down and a radio over in the corners playing some, you know, something and I don't even know if Last of Us is one of them but it's playing Future Days and like that's what gets them dinged and they have no idea what the fuck's going on. I mean
1: and it's getting really silly now Greg because these algorithms are so aggressive. There was there was um Uh, A really ridiculous example, you know, like Phasmophobia is a really popular game right now. A lot of people like to stream Phasmophobia. And, you know, that's kind of a haunted house game where you kind of like, you know, tracking down ghosts in the house. There was a there was a Twitch stream where people were trying to kind of talk to this ghost. and They were making kind of, ooh, kind of like noises to this ghost trying to communicate with it in the game. And that got flagged as being too similar to some obscure album of like Gregorian chanting. And they got the algorithm basically fucked up. But again, even when the algorithm fucks up, there's no way to, to, to fix it. Like, Twitch is just like, well, computer says you fucked up. Sorry, computers never get anything wrong. Computers and never you, been and, wrong before. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a big, big problem that it has to get fixed.
0: Agreed, Gary. Uh, and before we get out of it for Fortnite, uh, season five is now official, or chapter two, season five is now officially in swing. Uh, the big one of that, I'm sure you've seen uh, the Mandalorian himself and, of course, Baby Yoda, aka. Grogu uh, are on the battle pass Troy Baker is the voice of Jonesy and uh, there's a whole bunch of other hunters that are being teased it looks like we are gonna have people from around the multiverse who are hunters show up so we'll see what that's all about Kevin you played all morning we played it's on our twitch VOD right now if you want to check it out what did you think
2: I loved it I'm all in they got all the good players playing <laughs> right now you know what I mean so it's yeah. a little tough I unfortunately missed that first video with Troy Baker because
0: I tried to pause you watch it, it? I try to pause it by.
2: oh I can excuse me. I'm
0: going to go do that then. Okay, cool. No problem. Uh, Yeah, well, there's going to be more Fortnite here because we're all obsessed right now, and I'm sure we'll continue until Cyberpunk comes around and dominates all of our time. Number three on the Roper Report. Did we all miss a GTA 6 teaser? This is Luke Winky at IGN. It's a dirt road that kind of looks like a Roman numeral. In the doldrums of the Grand Theft Auto hype circle, that alone is enough to get excited about. Here are the basics. Rockstar released a typically cryptic teaser for its next batch of GTA Online content. In it, the ever elusive company revealed that the upcoming expansion will add a new landmass to the existing Los Santos map, possibly in the form of some offshore island. During that teaser, the coordinates 38.57 or I'm sorry, p- 38.527, comma, -79.6129 briefly appear on screen dump those numbers into google docs which i think he means maps and you'll see middle mountain trail right on the shaggy border between virginia and west virginia zoom out and take it all in there's a hairpin turn there that when viewed at a precise angle seems to form a v and then an i v i v i six grand theft auto is a series uh filled to the brim with innumerable easter eggs conspiracies and urban legends but this a potential gta 6 announcements confirmed through the literal geography seems like the most brazen by far uh over on ign you can read luke's article which goes into the gta 6 subreddit which has all these different people arguing about it debates about it and this stuff i thought it was a fun one to toss out that gary i 100 percent believe is real
1: you know in the uk greg in the newspaper industry we call this the silly season yeah because it's the time of year when there's not really a lot of, i mean obviously this year there out. is you know with, with brexit and trump and covid and everything there's a lot of news but typically around the holiday season like news kind of there's not a lot of news to report and so people and so, and so newspapers will basically like write any old shit and that we yeah. call that the silly season this is a silly season story but you're right though i still want to believe it as dumb as it is
0: i mean why would you put those numerals in there not to somebody obviously at rockstar did it thinking hey this kind of looks like a six put it in there people forgot are we it like you know they're talking about oh it's a potential gta 6 announcements it's like this is not the announcement. This is not the confirmation. They just know, we all know they're working on a GTA of course, 6. Of
1: course they're working on a GTA 6. N- not, not, not making GTA 6 would basically be the, the, the video game equivalent of that scene in The Dark Knight where Joker burns all that money. Right, like, you, like mm-hmm. why would? Like, of course they're doing it. Of course they are. So it's really just—it's obviously a matter know, of of, of uh, when, not if. There it is, Kevin. Like,
2: you see it? V I V I. Six, six. 6 it could also be a Z. Hold
0: on. Let me let me look. Let me look N. at this. I got to
1: see this, this myself.
0: This doesn't look. Here, here's that's,
1: the thing. That, 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 okay, now that I see it, that's even sillier than I thought. Come on.
0: But here's the thing. Rockstar put these coordinates in their video. Like it's not like fans are pulling this out of their ass and being like, "Oh man, like I found if you add up this and do that and buy, like Rockstar put these in the numbers. Great. There it whose is
2: phone number do you have a Rockstar Call and confirm. I'm not going to confirm whose numbers I have and don't I have. I
1: mean, no. but again though, even anyone, if it's uh, a thing, it's a it's a it's a it's a vague it's a vague hint towards something that we already know is going to happen, right? True. It's not like P. P. oh, it's not like oh, is Effect is going to come back there. in a real way. We're like maybe that'll happen, maybe it won't. We know they're making GTA 6. I just want the announcement to come out, Greg, to finally, finally get the bad taste out of my mouth, which is still very much there from that fucking PlayStation announcement, where they opened on uh, Rockstar and a big city, and you're like, "Oh my god, is Sony going to drop the bombshell of all bombshells? <laughs> come on, GTA 6 ended up just being a fucking remaster of the it. old one." Ah, that Bullshit. Was funny.
2: That was funny. They got us good. No,
1: it was a bad troll. We we're all it was scared. It taste. was like, "Oh my in god, is Vice
2: City? Are we getting another Vice City?" That hurt. That hurt.
1: I, when that I didn't happened, like and
0: it I was like, whoa. And I was like, "Oh, it's just more GTA." Okay. It was it was a troll move. The same thing as always. That's something that's happening. <laughs> number 4. Got? Oh, this is a big one. Okay. And this is honestly something I've been waiting for a long time. Uh, number 4, I'm going to editorialize a little bit of the headline. Uh, but someone is finally studying inverted gamers. The Greg editorializing is hopefully they're able to find a cure for you people. We'll fix uh, this is good, Keith, Greg. We'll this is Keith good. Stewart over at The Guardian, right? Uh, it is one of the most contentious aspects of video game playing, a debate where opposing sides literally cannot see each other's perspective. When The Guardian ran an article asking why a large minority of play, game players invert the Y axis on their controls, meaning that they push their joypad's thumbstick down to move upwards on the screen, the response was huge hundreds of comments uh ferociously no for for ferociously for, for, is that a sign? kevin what's this word uh it's got ferocious in there. it is ferocious
2: for ferociously i i'm honestly i don't have it open i'm not looking okay
0: fine it. ferociously arguing it's not i don't think it's how you spell ferocious Vo- no thi-
2: this is a typo vociferously
0: vociferously, vociferously? no there's no Arguing Both with access inversion was the only way to navigate a game world and hundreds more incredulously yeah, arguing the opposite. The purpose of the article was to discover reasons for the dichotomy in visual perception. Huh. Was access inversion just a habit picked up? Uh, from playing flight simulators, or did it po- point to a fundamental difference in how people perceive themselves in virtual worlds? There was no conclusion, but the argument raged on Twitter for days, and honestly for years in video game journalism, podcasting, and everything else. Oh, uh, Greg. N- what? Oh, you got it here? What do you got for me, Kevin? Tell me.
2: It's right
3: there.
0: It's too small. Tell me. It's all blurry because it's... Hold uh, on, uh, on.
3: Vociferously.
0: Vociferously. What? Thank you.
3: I now, it, I one of to the...
0: I understand. I don't mind you cheating. Now, what? one of the scientists interviewed for that article, Dr. Jennifer Co- Corbett or Corbett, sorry, uh, co-head of the Visual Perception and Attention Lab at Brunel University London, is taking the matter further. Inspired by the ensuing debate, she and her colleague have begun an exploratory study looking into the science behind controller inversion. With backgrounds in visual vision science and cognitive neuroscience, uh, Corbett and her partner have employed a variety of research methods, from neuroimaging to com computational modeling to psychophysics uh, in their previous work. Now, with the help of seven psychology students, they will be running remote behavioral and psychological experiments using volunteer gamers aged between 18 and 35. Quote, although it's not, per, although it's not per se, a topic we'd study in our lab, uh, we'd have to pause regular EEG and eye tracking experiments due to COVID and shift to online experiments. she explains uh, this was the perfect opportunity to pursue such a question, especially given how much this has excited the hardcore gamers in our lab. Uh, the article goes on. But finally, Gary, you know what I mean? Like all these people who are wrong. All these people who turn on games or pick up their demos and go, oh, I got to invert the controllers. We're going to find a cure for you folks. And I'm I'm excited for that, Gary.
1: I think it's actually really interesting. First of all, you should always um, should follow Keith Stewart on Twitter and always read everything that he writes about video games for The Guardian. He always does always writes really good, interesting, thoughtful pieces about video games. So uh, if you take nothing else from this discussion, go uh, go check out Keith Stewart at The Guardian. He's one of my favorite um people writing about video games uh, these days uh, uh on the he issue is,
0: with- he's keith stewart uh k-e-e-f-s-t-u-a-r-t he's verified i followed him because of you gary there you go
1: yeah he's good really really he writes a lot of really good stuff he used to write for edge and he writes a lot of good stuff for the guardian now i like keith a lot um, on the inversion issue it's funny i was thinking about this the other day because i much like you i mean for you it was your first time but i actually went back you know because i got the new xbox uh, finally decided to dive into the master chief collection and play for the first time in almost 20 years, went back and played the original, uh, halo. Uh-huh. And one of the interesting things about it is that it's, you know, in many ways, it is an artifact of, uh, you know, the early days of, you know, console first person shooter game design. I, I would argue some might disagree, but I would argue that halo was really the first truly viable, uh, you know, dual thumbstick console shooter. It's for me, it was the game that made that, that basically proved the case. That, that that shooters could be viable um, on a sure. dual thumbstick controller as opposed to just keyboard and mouse. I I came to that game as you know a, a, a diehard PC gamer, a keyboard and mouse guy, and I kind of went to Halo with my arms folded. Ah, this isn't going to work, and it did. And I was really you know never looked back. And now you know I play you know twin stick you know con- shooters on console uh, all the time and had a great time. What was interesting about it was you know there's a, a lot of games from those early days had that little piece of routine that you had to go through where. Uh, it was okay, Master Chief. Look at these four lights, and you look at these four lights, and it just teaches you how to kind of look around with the thumbstick, and then it says, "Okay, now I'm going to invert your controls. Now try it, you know, with the controls backwards." And you do it that way, and then it asks you which which one do you want to go with? Like they basically bake the uh, the y-axis inversion into the into the kind of the the tutorial of the game. And games don't really do that anymore now because you know we're all used to what y-axis inversion means, and now it's just a checkbox. But back in the day, the games kind of had to teach us that that was an option. And the reason why it was an option is because even back then, we understood that people's brains are just wired differently. Some people want controls. Uh, you know, one way, and some people. I'm not going to say right or wrongly because it's you know. There's no, no, there's right a right and there's a wrong. No, there's no right or wrong, Greg. It's whatever. Gary, you... we
0: have scientists looking for a cure. Finally, yeah, clearly, to fix them wrong it's kids. not. They're not trying to find a cure. They're just trying ah. to understand why some
1: people's brains are wired differently than others on this. But that's how thing. you. That's it. how it it's,
0: starts. That's not how, trying how it, cure it starts. Anything, Gary, Greg. we're going to cure this, these people. This
1: is like this is like when this is. Let me tell you something, Greg. When I was a kid. I went. I went to school. I'm old enough that when I when I went to school, like in the late '70s, and they were first teaching me, you know, to write cursive. Sure. Even though I'm left-handed, the teachers forced me to try writing with my right well, hand. they're trying to fix you too. Isn't this the wrong? With writing that? with your left, being left-handed was something that needed, needed yeah, to be corrected. It's the devil's touch. When my mother heard about that, she went down to that school and she wrote, read them the fucking Riot Act uh, because obviously, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> that's that's not right. And you know, you should you should write with whatever hand you know my 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 brain is just wired to be left-handed in the same sure. way that some brains are wired to to prefer the y-axis to be inverted which is why games have that option we see it all the time four guys that came out recently shipped without a y-axis inversion it was a, like one of their most requested features and they patched it and added it in oh. you they see to fix, right? fix you they were going to fix you
2: if, it's just you, you fight it and eventually you get better you know, exactly. if you
1: use a um, if you use a Mac, you'll know that they have an option to turn on or off something that they call natural <gasps> scrolling, yeah. where you know when you use the trackpad, it can either mirror the way that if you think about the way that when you when you scroll through your phone, right, when you scroll when you when your thumb moves down, you're actually scrolling up the page and vice versa, right? It's kind of flipped, but that's how the natural action of it works. Some people no. like that mirrored on a track. Like my wife likes natural scrolling on. And I don't. So like when I I have to use her MacBook for something, it drives me fucking crazy because I'm like, why isn't this scrolling the way I want it to? I'm I'm, and vice versa when my if my wife uses mine. It's like you've got this backwards. It's not backwards. It's just the way you want it to be. So thank God for that checkbox, you know, (laughs) because if we if again if we were all forced to kind of use our you know a non dominant hand, that would be a nightmare. Just in the same way, if we were forced to to use an inverted or a non non inverted. And at a lot of people would be left behind an and a lot of games wouldn't be viable so i'm really really glad that you know long ago we decided that we needed to accommodate everyone uh whether or not there's anything practical to be to be learned about um you know let's say we get to the bottom of this okay what then yeah. like, again it's, it's, not, it's not something that needs to be cured but it but, but just as an exercise in pure research it might be interesting to to learn and read about why some some people's brains are wired one way from birth that way and uh others are different maybe it's not from birth maybe it's a learned behavior i don't know that's why that's what this research might get to the bottom of and i think it's really interesting
0: you know we've had some fun here poking fun at inverted people talking about finding a cure of course enjoy games however you enjoy them we're all having a good time having a laugh but play right right Of course, play right. But to end this on a more positive note, I'll tell you uh, a story that should shock no one who knows this man. Uh, And it's a fun one to end on. In the chat, Sad Boy Barrett wrote, I bat lefty, and I remember my coaches forcing me to try to hit right. And I remember having a fit about it in the middle of a T-ball game. (laughs) (laughs) I can can imagine. That's a good story. Take Barrett as we already know him. Shrink him down to real boss baby level, and imagine him freaking out. Like he's got his little his little skater cap on, and he's throwing the bat, and he won't play the t ball anymore. Uh, Good for you, look, Barrett. Being Stand le- being up for what you.
1: Ne- being left-handed never held back um Phil Mickelson. Actually, isn't Phil Mickelson? We weren't he- even. Phil- think I think that Phil Mickelson's actually right-handed, but he plays lefty, which is really weird. Some people play that way. Barry Bonds was left-handed.
0: We're not talking shit about left-handed people. Don't this is what don't don't put wait, 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 left-handed whoa, people. Oh, some of us are. Just to be clear. Kevin's talking shit about left-handed That's people. Right. I, I wasn't. I have don't a worry stance
2: against him, you know what I mean?
1: I'll, sim- I'll simply say this, a um a uh, statistically significant uh percentage of uh the world's great geniuses are left-handed. It's yeah, like it's saying it's not like it's not like a 50-50 thing. It's like Gary, think I think, it's like, I, I think if in the, the general schools, population about one out of ten had done a better job. That like would be out not of a eight fact. You know what I mean? First of all, sorry, sorry, we if, should all
2: be writing with both hands. All right, like that's a fact. Every genius, if true a spider genius. can do it, why can't we? Exactly. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Web comes out of their butts and mouths. I don't know about that second part.
0: Uh, number five on the rope report guess what people love single player games but do you love activity cards on the playstation 5 patrick klepek over advice put up this one video game companies like sony and microsoft spend years planning their next generation machines the moment one machine is out the door they're sketching out what the next one looks like even if it won't ship for another decade sony's big plans for the playstation 5 were in motion long before the hardware showed up at people's doors and that included its ambitious ideas for the playstation 5 interface such as the activities that i wrote about last week where people can instantly jump around to different game quests by sorting through a menu when i shared my story on twitter it prompted a surprisingly visceral reaction equal parts backlash for sony openly advocating for people to avoid immersing themselves in game worlds in praise from people who were excited for a different way to play their games. Of course, Gary, you, you've paid attention to activity cards, right? You can jump around. You can use them. They're tracking different progress.
1: I haven't spent, to be honest with you, Greg, I haven't spent a whole lot of time playing games on the PS5. We played a lot of Sackboy. And I'll say again, don't sleep on Sackboy. Don't sleep on especially Sackboy. Especially if you've got multiple controllers in the house and you've got a family play. Like me, wife, me, my wife and my daughter are all playing Sackboy together, three players, and it's great. But the two main things that I'm interested in playing right now, Miles Morales and Spider-Man mm-hmm. Remastered, um, I'm I'm not going near until they they either patch the game some more or patch the firmware because uh, wasn't Joey Noel just the most recent one to have her system brick because um, because her it, system froze during Spider Man Remastered brick. it just crashed yeah but, but then she ended up with some kind of weird residual audio issue afterwards like I have seen too many issues with it I, I'm, I'm not going to touch those games until until the the system gets patched a bit more to your point though I did read the um, article that Patrick Klepik uh,
0: posted about this. Sure, yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to keep reading. I was cards. just wondering if you were briefed on activity cards. Yeah, or I if thought you it was interesting. Activity. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I thought it would be interesting then to better explain Sony's own internal logic for why it made this feature such a big part of PS5 based on confidential documents Vice Games recently obtained by a developer who was briefed on them. The documents, distributed to a select number of developers in 2019, were part of a two part presentation explaining activities and game help, which lets players pull up walkthrough videos without YouTube. The presentation opens by saying, quote, everyone knows single player is dying, end quote, with a list of the top selling PlayStation 4 video games that seem to crib this sales list, showing games like Grand Theft Auto 5 and Black Ops 3 dominating sales because of their multiplayer modes. In the next slide, however, Sony explained that in reality, its internal tracking data shows that single player is thriving and PlayStation users are regularly spending more time playing offline than online. The company then outlined what players say their problems are with single-player games. These are all quotes. No idea how long I might need don't play unless I have two plus three free hours. Takes a lot of time to scan through long help videos when I'm stuck. How to engage socially without risk of spoilers. Forgot what I was doing in the game last time, hard to get back in. The presentation at times cites surveys Sony has conducted to learn more about what its players think, but it does not lay out many specifics about the data itself. One survey cited said it spoke to roughly 3,000 players. "Quote: In an ideal world, every player has the time to- has, has, to- has the time to spend hours per day, every day, playing games. Uh, in reality, most people have jobs or kids or school or all of the above. Often, free time comes wedged between other obligations: an hour before bed, a 30-minute break between homework assignments, a few minutes before on- your online multiplayer match." The so- the, this that was all quote obviously back to the, Pat's article. The problem, Sony proposed, was that people don't have enough information to determine when and how they should play a single-player game. Alongside being able to jump around between different quests, Sony's activity feature would suggest how long it would take to finish a quest, allowing players to find something that fit best with the time they have available. All of this, according to Sony, creates friction, Uh, while their proposed system, dubbed the Universal Data System, can help solve. Quote, we can change should I start playing to which part should I start playing? Reads a slide next to a screenshot from Uncharted. The options are there. The choices are clear. The game is calling. Pick up that controller. It's time to play. End quote. There is no universal system for implementing activities in PlayStation 5 games, which is why you see it used differently across games. In Demon's Souls, for example, it's warping between worlds. In Miles Morales, you can jump straight into a story mission or side quest if you don't feel like swinging across the map according to sony's presentation the ideal activity is one tied to quote a unit of gameplay inherent to the game structure eg quest chapter or mission end quote gary obviously there's more to pat's article patrick's article there was he in the very part when he was like i shared my story on twitter it was the link to how how much he dug activity cards and how he was using them i was surprised to find when patrick initially reported on it, there was a backlash to it I, i don't I haven't used activity cards at all, really, but I don't see why people would be upset that they're there and ruining the experience for being immersed or whatever. How do you feel? I mean, if you, I, yeah, I mean,
1: it's not like they're being forced on you, right? If you don't like them, uh, don't use them. Um, I, I, I do think again, it is a, a opens the door to another really, really interesting discussion about you know how we have come to. Uh, experience games and how people you know have different ways of of different preferences for how they experience games as we move increasingly into this you know this world of you know big sprawling worlds where it's not just you know this kind of linear here's the next mission here's the next mission but you can kind of go and go anyway in a in, in a world of you know gta 5 and Assassin's Creed and Spider-Man where there's like a, a massive open world and you can wander around and and discover things and um that that is great and I and I love that. I, I, I remember um, in, in Spider-Man or PS4, even when fast travel, uh, even when I had all the fast travel spots unlocked, I often chose not to use them because I just honestly just enjoyed swinging swinging sure. through the city and just encountering random crimes and stuff like that was such a joy that it didn't get boring. It's like fuck it, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go the old fashioned way over to this next mission because I just you know I enjoy the journey and just swinging through the city is so much fun and stopping to intercept random crimes is fun. Sometimes if I wasn't in the mood for that, I'd do a fast travel and take the subway. But a lot of the time, it was really just fun to to travel around. Now, I understand people like like to have the option not to. They just want to press a button and be warped uh, to the next level. I remember when racing games went down this road. Road, uh, road Greg, burnout went in this direction. Sure. Uh, the Need for Speed games went in this direction. It wasn't just here's the next race. It was you know wander around looking for the fucking starting line so you can do the next race. Yeah. Like that wasn't fun for me. And and and, when, nope. and those games recognized that and often did include a button to just warp you to the next activity. I. I, I think it's cool that Sony's doing it. I don't, yeah, I don't, if you, again, if you don't like it, don't use it. It's not taking anything away from you, but I generally kind of feel like from a, depe, de, from a developer's point of view, I would prefer to have that left in my hands, which, which is to say like, let me, let me decide as the designer of the game, what options I want to give uh, the player on a game. Well, they've already, game that is what they're doing, right? So that's well, what based, they're doing. I mean, is this being mandated though? Is it like a thing like, like trophies or achievements where Sony's saying you have to support activity cards?
0: I mean, I think even, I don't know. And if they are saying it has to be supported, it's being it's, you can support however you want to, apparently, as Patrick's pointing out, you know that you know like Spider-Man and Demon Souls use them incredibly differently
1: if, if so, people if people just want to move from one activity card to the other and just bash out a bunch of things to do in a game like a shopping list, hey, look, you pay your money and you take your choice. that's That's their option. It says sixty bucks. Well, I think it's they just want to that, play that I, game, you they know, play the game that way they can.
0: This idea of, like, I forgot what I was doing in this game last time, it's hard to get back into. To be able to jump in and be like, where am I? Go to a card and be like, oh, I'll just go chase this thing. Or, yeah, you have 30 minutes and it says how long the time is, the you know, estimated time to go do it. That makes a lot of sense to me, and I like that. I'm surprised people are, are against that. I, again, for somebody who loves being immersed in these worlds, it hasn't broken me out of it. I guess I started using it that way, but it's player choice. Joey can... Noel, Christmas in December, you joined Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you?
3: I'm good. Oh, you? hello, Joey. <laughs> Hi, Gary. How are you?
0: I'm good. Did we did we summon you? We yeah, did,
3: and I don't know why.
0: Gary uh, brought up your Spider Man woes on PlayStation Five. I was looking to see where you're at with that. What is happening with your Spider Man uh, in PlayStation Five?
3: Um, where like where in the story am I?
0: No, no, no. He was citing he Gary right. Oh, you basically sounding? you've terrified Gary. You're the, you, he will not start Spider Man well, Remastered Joe, or Spider Man both Morales.
3: Oh, just because. Uh, yeah. I just hard crashed my. Uh, PS5, like once, and then I couldn't get any audio dialogue through my TV. I ended up deleting my save and redownloading it from the cloud, and then it was uh, fine. Okay. okay. So it Next wasn't like, the end of
0: the world. Convenience, it was all there. It wasn't you the end
3: of the world in terms of like all the things that could have happened where, like, oh, and, sure. Like to redownload it and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't, yeah. Terrible, what about so. fucking poor
1: Jeff Gersman? His system got bricked.
3: Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't have anything crazy like that. So I don't have any like horror story like that but gary you well, should I'm, play it it's really fun
1: i'm i'm totally going to i'm like you know i just want to wait for like another system patch or a game patch because I, I know like even on the most recent spider-man remaster they said oh yeah we've addressed some of the crashing issues i i very rarely play games at launch i usually like we're playing my wife's playing assassin's creed valhalla right now that's a great game but it's still even after a couple of patches it's still buggy as shit I would, I would rather wait. There's so many games to play. I'm playing Doom Eternal and uh, Wolfenstein The New Order right now and having a oh great those are older Those are older games, but I'm having a great time playing them. Um, by the time I get around to Miles Morales and Spider Man Remastered and uh, Valhalla and some other stuff, they'll have been patched to the point where I'll just have a better experience because a lot of the initial bugs will be fixed.
0: That's yeah. fair.
3: That works. All right. Thank you, Joy. No Thanks, problem. Joey. Bye. Nice to see you. Good to see you.
0: I'll take this moment to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to be part of the show. Like Greg from Edmonton was and support us and take care of us and do all that stuff. But if you don't, because you go over there, you get the show ad free. If you don't, I have to tell you about the sponsors. So Let's do that. Uh, This episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by upstart. There's a lot of economic chatter right now, about the state of the market, is it recovering? How long will it take? Have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high-interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high-interest credit card debt. Upstart is the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Our next sponsor is DoorDash. Between the never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open up the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national chain restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Kevin, toss up them Buffalo Blasts. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the communities they operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off in free delivery, zero delivery fees, for instance. On uh, their first order, of fifteen dollars or more, when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code games, that's five dollars off and zero delivery fees in your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code games, everyone knows I use DoorDash all the time to get my wings. Be like me, code games, five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. And finally for is all about men's wellness. We all know the story. Andy and Nick wanted to maintain their own wellness. So they look to hims to help keep their hair full and healthy. We can confirm they've been loving it ever since, uh, through hims. You can also get prescription medication that treats erectile dysfunction, real science, real solutions. This would cost hundreds of dollars. If you, and I also, I've been ma- making a move to call dollars dollar smackers. Let me do that again. This could cost a hundred, hundreds of smackers. If you, had to go through a doctor or pharmacy. Not so with HIMS. HIMS makes it simple and affordable. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online about your medical history, and a provider will confidentially review it. If they approve it, your medication is shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging, and shipping is free. No more searching online for answers to questions about erectile dysfunction or sexual wellness. Just go to ForHIMS, uh, go to your account, and ask a medical professional you trust. Uh, try HIMS by starting out with a free online visit. Go to ForHIMS.com slash funny games uh, for your free visit that's forhimscom slash funny games f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com slash funny games prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation for a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate see the website for full details and safety information remember that's forhimscom hims.com slash funny games games, games games believe it or not gary an hour into the show we are finishing up the roper report number six is a hodgepodge a potluck of quick business things uh i got a press release today about this Today, Phoenix Labs announced the establishment of two new studios in Montreal, Quebec, and Los Angeles, California. These studios, along with the team teams in its Vancouver and San Mateo locations, demonstrate Phoenix Labs' vision for empowering and supporting teams as they embark on the journey of developing new games. The company expects to reach 250 employees by the end of 2021 to support new game prototypes across studios while continuing to support the expansion of Dauntless. Meanwhile, over at Sony Bend, uh, Days Gone game director Jeff Ross and Days Gone writer and director John Garvin have left uh, Sony Bend. Uh, both of them actually left a while ago, but just started tweeting about it. Uh, hats off to them. Obviously, uh, Jeff and John, there a long time and did great work with Days Gone. So. Uh, mazel tov go get them then over at brent uh in gamesindustry.biz brent sinclair reports avalanche studios co-founder and former chief creative officer christoph uh sundberg uh today announced his return to to gaming with the formation of a new studio liquid swords and then finally breaking news as we went live today uh microsoft acquired smash gg an esports events platform see gary there's a lot going on it's little stuff sometimes it's breadcrumb stuff but we gather up those breadcrumbs. We yeah, these, the are, these,
1: are, these are the little kind of seeds, you know, kind of, you know, uh, new studios starting up and companies buying companies are the kind of seeds of stories that like a year from now, you'll actually sure. see the results of those stories and we'll have something real to talk about.
0: Yeah. Gary, I'm excited to see if these seeds, if these Deku seeds grow into the great Deku tree. But that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where do I go? Uh, the
1: official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday.
0: Mm, Wait, what the fuck is this now? Hold on. Are these see... optics yeah. you're wearing, by the way? Yeah, these are. No, no, we're not even doing it. We have breaking news. Kevin, oh. I'm going oh, uh... to throw it. Barrett, send it to me. I'm sending it to you, Kevin. it's it, it's, it's Fortnite? It's possible. Huh?
2: Is this Fortnite?
0: Yes. Hypex on Twitter has put up the following. Possible upcoming Kratos skin. So far, only one guy who spotted it, and that was uh, Elemano Cordova 3, and it looks very real. If you want to click on that, Kevin, and zoom in on that. Of course, like we said, this is supposed to be the season of Hunters. Well, that looks like... See, on my screen, that looks like that's just a fucking the thing of twitter where if you clicked on the image and zoomed in on it you could just get to the big old image right. there right. it is suddenly that's better suddenly everyone's like oh this
2: doesn't make any fucking sense oh now i get it now look i at get kevin, it everybody big brain
0: kevin over here you know what i mean just, anyways that does ridiculous. look real and that does look cool and I, but then this now here's he's the thing. A hunter he kills a bunch of people he's a he's a bounty hunter that's he goes and same. kills all the that's gods not you killing people is making you a hunter it just makes you a killer. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Are you let? me? Can I say the thing? Can I say the thing? Earlier, God, uh, you know, we have a Slack here. channel. We have a Slack channel. I want to say, I want to point out last night, Slack channel was fantastic. Squad, I up. Had we a lot of there fun. just talking about Fortnite. All the kids who cared about Fortnite a were there talking. It was great. It was brought up, of course, that I guess Tim reminded Joey that Samus is a bounty hunter. And we we're all like, ah, uh, but that'll be a console what? exclusive thing. Kratos is going to be console exclusive, right? Woody? 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 Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you would. I'm all about it. I think it. there's a good
0: opportunity for Epic
1: here to kind of you know have it be like their own Super Smash Bros. But, you know, because it's cross-play, multi-platform, like, yeah, I get it. Like, Kratos would only be, you would only get that if you play Fortnite on PlayStation. But, you know, obviously yeah. the character would show up in everyone's game. Likewise, you know, Master Chief on, um, you know, Xbox or whatever. And so you could end up with, like, Kratos fighting Master Chief. That would be really, um, really in, cool. In uh, Fortnite. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, they should do
2: that. I would 100% turn on the
1: xbox once for that
0: <laughs> yeah okay this looks real right uh kevin the next thing i'm gonna say that's send what they should have is... called
1: the xbox one the xbox once because you only fucking kevin, it on once.
0: i've <laughs> sent you playstation's twitter this is if you haven't been following like i said earlier in the Fortnite is, it, is update. this live
2: is this all happening
0: this is four minutes ago. B- before you click on it and play it, though, uh, if you haven't been following, I told you that Troy Baker is now basically the for- the voice of Fortnite. He's he's being Jonesy or whatever. Uh, so he's been doing these audio transmissions. He's in the video talking, and then they've been doing this one. So play this one, Kevin.
2: Give me one second. I have to change the screen for you. So fill air, fill time, fill time, fill time. I'm done.
0: I'm tweeting about this. I'm ready. Yep. Reality Log Thirty Two. Note to self: Do not. Research
1: targets before transporting them to the island because if you do you might find out a
0: few things you really don't want to know Like
1: I don't know for example that the next guy you're picking up has literally vanquished multiple gods With his bare hands (laughs) in a fit of uncontrollable rage
0: (sighs) I Mean that sounds pretty uh, Definitive yeah, yeah, it does Note. Man, Fortnite continues to kill it, and then now it gets into the question of will it be Kratos, will it be Samus, will it be Master Chief?
2: I can't even, like, I can't. If that's what happens, I, I'm i so in on this game. Look at that. Look
0: at well, that! You're already in. They already got you.
2: No, I know, but, like, they're going to get me more. You know what I mean? Now, remember,
0: too, Donald. Oh, my God. I'll give, cool. remember, not, I'll give him 12 I'm not, I'm I'm awesome. not, I'm not into, at this point.
1: I'm not a Fortnite player at all, but I do think that Fortnite is, if you're looking at moves like this, and it's really, really interesting. You know, they're obviously already bringing in characters from across popular culture, Avengers, Mandalorian, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But I feel like the real opportunity is in the video game space here to bring together you know, Kratos and Master Chief. I don't think Nintendo would ever, would ever jump in. I don't think you'll ever see fucking Mario in Fortnite or anything like that. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, But throw, Sam throw, could fucking, be- throw them all in there. Get Crash, get fucking Bubsy in there. Come on, let's do it.
0: What's fascinating about this is remember, uh, and I don't know if this is a remember thing or if you're following closely enough. Um, Jeff Keeley does those game awards calls uh, where he has people, obviously fans come together to talk, but he usually has a bunch of famous guests Come through when Donald Mustard came on. He said something to the effect that the season's going to be huge. In that it was, I think he said at Game Awards, the announcement will change like it'll like radically shift what people think of Fortnite or change what Fortnite in the face of Fortnite kind of shit. So, if it's going to be next week at Game Awards that they come out and are like similar to how Jeff had you know, uh, Reggie Phil and Sean on stage that one year, if they're come out and they're like, look at this, we're making Fortnite into like Smash Brothers or whatever. Yeah, That's that'd be great.
1: I'm telling. I'm. I'm telling you. If they put Bubsy in there, I would fucking play Fortnite. Wow. Uh, get, some, get some four guys in there. Get some Among what, Us crewmates in there. Let's bring. What's a Bubsy? Yeah.
2: Am I gonna don't answer? Just, don't give in to him. Paul don't Kevin? give no, in to him. I don't know. All right. I'll am I taking video game is. history? School? I can't. I can't spell Bubsy. So
0: uh let's go to out today uh, out today apex legends is getting into the holiday spirit with its jolly limited time holo day bash event running through january 4th this year's celebration marks the return of the winter express limited time mode and the introduction of the new winter theme cosmetics players are also invited to compete in a new all new rewards track to take advantage of this month's sales including all new loba revenant and spitfire legendary skins meanwhile watchdogs legion update 2.30 is live uh habraxia is on xbox fortnite chapter 2 is out on everything and then paw 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 is on xbox gary we ask people watching uh this show to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games support us and squad up this is where you write in with your username platform choice and why you need help in a video game. Uh, we were here, hear the best friends coming to find you and everybody plays games together today. Glenn M needs help on PlayStation. Glenn's username is Glenn NWO. That's G L E N N W O. Awesome name. All one word. I need help with the multiplayer trophies in sack boy. My wife won't play with me and my dog doesn't have thumbs. I'm on the West coast and usually on most weeknights after 5 PM. And wait, did
1: he say his dog or his wife doesn't have
0: thumbs? His dog, dog, his wife won't play and his dog doesn't have thumbs. Okay. Just check. It's Okay um uh the dog's thumbs yeah years of evolution drove them up to like this part you know? yeah he, so okay so then
2: he would have a thumb it was just not in the right place and doesn't do the right things
0: i don't think they call it's it a not thumb anymore thumb. <laughs> that's the key, glenn that's the N- key if you want to play with glenn all right everybody ladies and gentlemen we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com in podcast services around the globe.
1: Uh... God, I'm just, again, it's weird because there's a game I don't even care about, but I'm like really thinking about like characters that would get me into Fortnite if they put them in there.
2: Gary it's a lot of fun. Just, and I think start, we gonna, might be looking I'm going to start thinking more. about a
1: list. Who do I want in there? Would Lobo excite you at all? No, see for see again for me it's going to be a bunch of like older obscure characters from like games that came out before you were born Kevin. So That's okay. I don't think we I, I don't think, think you and I we're... would be would, would would have the same conversation.
2: I'm just saying like let's have a conversation about Lobo.
1: Like the DC character? Yeah. He doesn't that doesn't excite me.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. I
1: don't think, yeah. I, mean, I
0: like that. I am thinking, about, thinking about video game native
1: characters first.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, none of your wrongs were anything other than editorializing and how you fixed your Spider Man audio bug, which didn't require the saves and just changing your the way your audio works. You can just Google all this. Joey probably didn't. You know what I mean? She probably asked Tim, and he's like, oh, you got to buy this giant TV and do these things and like your settings and the colors. You know, Tim, right, Kevin? Uh, yeah, man. To Tim. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, it's not over yet. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games for the post show. However, if you don't want to throw us any bucks, go over there and get the show ad free. Get the post show. Have the ability to ask questions. Support us. I understand. You can watch tomorrow. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games live as we record it. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games later. And, of course, podcast services around the globe. Tomorrow, it's going to be me and Tim hosting. Friday, it'll be me and Blessing. If you are watching us live on Twitch right now, Internet Explorers is up next. Gary, anything to say before we go to the post-show? Uh,
1: no, I'm excited to get to the post-show because we can always really cut loose when we get there.
0: That's what I, I get to undo my belt. No one scrape. really
1: watches that, so you know we can, we can really go off the rails. Well, uh,
0: Greg from Edmonton does, and then he writes in to dime everybody out <laughs> when the fuck up, so be careful. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.